0: Hello, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Lynette. Today, we're going to talk about change. I know we've already spoken about change. However, we're going to talk about how it affects others, those around us, and the resistance that comes with it. It's pretty amazing. Just like you don't like change, people around you don't like change especially when you're the one that's changing. First, you need to think about what isn't working for you, what you might want to change. For me, it was a nickname. I was given a nickname when I was a baby. And so in growing up, I was very confused as a child as to what my real name was. But again, being a child, I didn't know how to control that. Then when I grew up and spent time out in the professional world, I realized how ridiculous it was to be called this name. So I said, I no longer want to be addressed as this person. And the resistance that I got was unbelievable, really from one person. But the one person made it miserable. I was like, they would not let up on me wanting to make that change. But I realized it wasn't me or my name. It's this person's issues. And I believe it's because she doesn't like change within herself. So by keeping the people around her, as they would call pigeonholed, keeping them like they're 10 years old for the rest of their life. That way, nothing has to change in her world. I remember somebody that I love and respect saying, are you for me or against me? And people that try to hold you back and don't let you blossom into the person that you are meant to be to your best, self, without realizing it, are, in my opinion, against you. Because I think if somebody is truly for you, they will support you in whatever changes you feel necessary to make. With illness or any type of major problem, it gives you the courage to make changes. I know that If I wasn't going through what I've gone through, and if it wasn't so necessary to make changes to feel better, I probably would have thrown in the towel. I probably would have just kept things status quo, let people pigeonhole me, treat me like they want to. But the point is, I needed to get better. And I needed to really think about what isn't working for me. That nickname was one of them. It wasn't my identity. It wasn't who I am. And it was unfortunate that I got resistance. But at least I was strong enough to stick up for myself. And when you stick up for yourself, I think your body starts to depend on you, even though there's people around you that love you. I understand that. You're the only one that's with you 100% of the time, day and night, with every thought, with every breath. And what a wonderful feeling to know that you can depend on you more than anyone else. I think your body rejoices in a sense just knowing that it can count on you to protect it. I remember one time I was in kind of a hospital setting, and I was supposed to get my medicine, and I think it was 5 p.m., and the nurse never brought it to me. So fortunately, I was strong enough to get my cell phone and call the office, and I complained on my own behalf. They say when you're in the hospital, you should have an advocate there with you. Well, I didn't at the time, so... I was able to take care of me. And there is a lot of power in that. So you need to take a look at yourself and really stop and think, what isn't working for me? Because usually when you get ill, it's because something is not working for you. So take a look at yourself and say, what's not working for me? Or a good judge of this is Say you get off the phone with someone. Do you feel down or do you feel happy? If somebody walks away from you, are you a better person for it? Do you feel happy or do you feel down? Even watching too much news. Are you saddened after you watch it? As long as it doesn't bring you down too much. Or maybe you need to limit how much you watch. For me, I only watch comedy movies. Because the others do affect me. So in life, you have to see what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And you need to start shedding off what doesn't work for you. And if others give you resistance, that is really sad because I know how it is to love someone and care about someone. But at the same time, you can't except the way they're treating you. It's very difficult, but you have to do that. There's no one who's going to protect you more than you. Over the next week, I hope you will think about what isn't working for you and what changes need to be made, even if you need to write it down. Is it talking to someone? Is it eliminating something? We all have things that aren't working for us. And to be our best, our true, our authentic self, we need to get rid of the things that are dragging us down or pulling us backwards by the ankle. And again, I believe that when all these things are in order, your body will start to heal. And that goes for physically, mentally, and emotionally. Last week, we talked about making an intention board to put the desires of our hearts out into the universe, and I started thinking about it, and I realized with the quarantine going on, it's not easy to get, say, a poster board, magazines, so a way to get around that regarding, say, the poster board. A lot of things are being ordered through Amazon and so forth, and they deliver in cardboard boxes so you can cut a piece of that cardboard and use it or if you don't get home deliveries you can even use something firm like say oh a cookie sheet if you need to and then glue your pictures onto that in different categories regarding the pictures if you don't have access to magazines you can look up the desires of your heart, what symbolizes it, on the computer, and then print it, cut it out, paste it on your intention board. Worst scenario, if you can't do that, you can even draw something that symbolizes the desire of your heart. Put them in different categories, and just by doing so, it will go out into the universe. On my intention board, I think I have six things on it, and five of them have come true. And it hasn't been overnight. I mean, my intention board is so old that my pictures are starting to fall off. However, I have one thing left. And when that is completed, that one thing truly is the desire of my heart at the moment. So I'm just going to leave it as it is. I'll probably re-glue the pictures on. But what I'm saying is that five of the six things have already happened. There's something to be said about putting the desires of our heart out into the universe. In past episodes, I made references to a couple books, making an intention board, or general epiphanies. If you have any questions about any of that, I can be reached on my Facebook site under Lynette, maiden name Rubino, Meeklitz. I will write this out under the description of this episode. Until we meet again, I hope you all have a wonderful week and really give it some thought about those two things, what you want out into the universe, what you want, and also what isn't working for you. So bring in the good and get rid of the bad. Until next week, thank you for listening to my podcast. Bye-bye.